everybody, to episode 28 of the PC Master Race podcast. My name is Dakota. My name's John. And Jones. And today, we're going to be talking about the evolution of the first-person shooter. Um, it was kind of born on PC, so it's a pretty decent topic for us to, mm-hmm. to cover. And uh, it definitely has gone through a transformation over the years. Yeah. But before we get into all of that, uh, I do just want to note that we have recently redone the first episode of our entire podcast um because i don't know well actually we know a lot of you have tried to listen to the first one and have dipped out like two minutes into it because it's atrocious it's so right. and and um, and you like are completely valid in doing that because it was awful 100 yeah. yeah. valid it was one of the worst episodes and we did not have fun doing it um fun fact we actually did it twice. the first time well, yeah we did it twice the first time it was like two hours yeah. three hours long something yeah, like that and we were long. like we gotta like shorten this so we were timing ourselves during <laughs> during recording and it just killed the the mood for all of it so we recently went back and fully like re mm-hmm. uh awesome now like re-recorded the the first episode and we actually had a ton of fun doing it mm-hmm. yeah. so if you want to go back check that out um i think it it's a much better introduction to the podcast and yeah. and us individually i think it definitely um, reflects what we wanted it to be to be yeah to yeah, be now yeah. for sure for sure we've learned a lot since that first one so mm-hmm. i think it definitely is a better representation exactly uh but yeah uh welcome to episode 28 we're gonna start out with what we've been playing and has anybody played anything new john i definitely have i beat star wars fallen order uh nice nice i think what are your thoughts on it i think it's a good entry in star wars it's definitely a step in the right direction from what we've been playing but uh, <laughs> uh what are you talking about battlefront 2 is uh, perfect yeah, battlefront 2 is good for five dollars put that way true it was true. fantastic yeah five, five bucks. bucks was worth it but it's just you know single player games are my thing it's not i'm not really big into the dark souls type kind of stuff um it is easier than dark souls i think so i i was definitely able to beat it and i uh actually went when I first started it, I went to an easier difficulty, and then, I, and then like immediately changed it back. So I was like, I want to at least have some sort of challenge. Cha- I want to play it like how it's intended. I don't want to get like an easy mm-hmm. time of it. So, um, so you didn't want to be a video game journalist? No. Oh, okay. weird. Why um, are you on this show then? <laughs> yeah, I, uh... <laughs> it's like a requirement. We have to play everything on easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I. I've never really been a fan of playing things on like extreme difficulty, but I usually play games on normal because I enjoy actually playing the game too. But um, I mean, there's times I fought bosses for the first time and I I beat them. I, you know, I explored, I got most everything I could find in the game and I I just enjoyed it. Um, Definitely wasn't perfect, but it definitely wasn't terribly. There was, it was just a good game. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. I would much rather play a Star Wars RPG personally. But it was definitely, you know, a step in the right direction. Hmm. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad these are being made. I'll put it that way. Um, and then I beat that, and I started playing Far Cry Two. I think you inspired <laughs> me when you when you said it, per, Dakota. So yeah. I I've had it. Per my, my recommendation, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I bought that game when it came out forever ago, and I remember when it came out, it was amazing graphics, which is hard to believe. Mm-hmm. But that was like awesome looking when it came out, and it just blew my mind and i played online i remember even playing online against other people multiplayer whoa and uh it i just never beat i never played it and i've tried a couple times and i've quit and now this time i I realize why i've done that several times because (laughs) i really don't like it 
I a lot of people love it, and like reading reviews, people really, really like that game. And I just, do you think most of it is nostalgia, though? I don't know. People people like just really like it. Like they think it's a great game. They, I tend to really attach myself to the negatives of a game because it bothers me so much mm-hmm. to the point to yeah. where I focus mostly on that. And there's, I think that's fair. I don't think any it, of us do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a really hard time getting past it. Um, and I was about to give up, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to see this game anymore. I have to beat it and be done with it. And I've been just... If I hate a game, I'll just rush through it. So I've just been getting missions and going and doing and going back and get another one. And I quit getting guns. I quit doing all that. I just take mm-hmm. what I need, and I do it, and I go. And they just have problems with the AI. I get shot through... Uh, like for instance the sniper guys in the game will shoot you mm-hmm. like th- they try to hit you through walls i was mm-hmm. doing a mission yeah. earlier and i was in a building and he was shooting at me exactly at the wall he wasn't hitting me because it was hitting the wall but i could hear yeah. him hitting the wall where i was <laughs> yeah and he's shooting me from across the map i'm like okay there's a sniper guy i gotta kill him well but, dude didn't you know they had x-ray vision back in the 90s when they yeah, in, in africa yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh hey wakanda dude in wakanda. Uh, yeah wakanda like come on but it I there's they have mechanics they so I, we talked about this the other day but they they uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> Wakanda forever <laughs> J- they, Jones just did like this song oh, like, Wakanda forever <laughs> um <laughs> they tried to mix a lot of like realistic things in the game but then they also did things that are very unrealistic like jamming guns which makes sense if you picked up a gun off of in some, Africa off some random mm-hmm. like mercenary guy in africa it's probably gonna be a pretty crappy weapon like an uzi or something it's rusted it jams the only problem is none of their guns jam until you pick (laughs) it up and fire it they never have a gun that jams at least as far as i've seen oh Um, yeah they probably don't have the tech guns overheat like the turret gun turrets on top of the jeep i guess was sponsored in this because there's a jeep and a jeep wrangler (laughs) they actually call them jeep wrangler tm like they actually have wow um nice they they overheat for you, but they never overheat for them, so they shoot you constantly. And your your guns jam a lot, constantly. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually you go like this, you get it, and you start. It won't unjam. You just throw it, and you're done with it. They just you throw the weapon away because it's broken. Wait, do you think Jeep is really trying to get? They're like, hey, we just really want everyone to know that we're really big in the like d like. Democratic Republic of Congo, like mercenary scene, and that's like so. <laughs> we're like really big into the mercenary scene like, in Africa. They're like one percent of our market, so we gotta yeah. get that demographic. We'll just, we'll, just in there. we'll throw them a bone over there. We'll we'll throw a little trademark but in there. It's um apparently it's like seventeen hours long. I think that's why I looked up today because I was like, how long? How wow! Long is this wow! Yeah, because I'm glad I didn't commit to that. <laughs> that's I, I I was like. That I was reading a review and someone's like, yeah, it was like 20-some hours. I was like, there's no way. I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. But that's that, painful. But then I looked today and I was like, I already spent seven hours in the game. Maybe, I mean, probably didn't even count the last times I played it, but it's like, I might as well just finish it. So I'm just rushing through it at this point. But Dude, you have a dedication of, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who. It's crazy. Yeah. You'll be you'll you'll start to play a new game and you'll come to us and you'll be like, guys, I, I really don't know if I can get through this game. Like I've spent I've already spent like six hours in it. Like I, I just can't I can't finish it. And then the next day we'll be like, So John, did you give up that game? And you're like, No man, I just beat it. I spent like thirty hours in it. I just <laughs> like, oh, it was what? it was a struggle though. 
Dude, I'm like, I, I have to put it on my on my games I've beaten list. I have to get it off my, my need to be list. This guy is like an actual hero in real life. He's a tank, dude. I, just, I don't understand. Absolute tank. I don't understand. I play. I start up a game. It doesn't have the options I like. I'm like uninstall. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it's I do have terrible. A, I do have a list of games that I I just say I'm not interested in. I just won't play them. But uh, that's fair. That's fair. Far Cry. I beat every Earth Far Cry game except for Primal because it was bullcrap. But. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, if man. I throw 200 spears at a guy and he's still running around, that just ruins the whole game for me. I can't do it, so I quit. But yeah, he's walking around like a pin cushion. What if, what if it was 199? Would that that would have been fine then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right, we know the limits now. <laughs> okay. Good. Finally. <laughs> what about you? So Jones or me? You want me to go? Uh, okay. Yeah, buddy. The only thing that I have been playing that not somewhat new as the surge i've been continuing to stream it i actually just as a recording i just stopped streaming like 15 minutes ago so i'm streaming wednesdays and saturdays the beginning of our when i started streaming was a little weird because i didn't realize that uh the the second day yeah yeah, the second day i picked to stream (laughs) was actually fourth of july so that was really awkward so but now i'm back in the swing of things i'm streaming wednesday and saturday nights for, uh, I think starting at seven is what I have it. Seven to nine or seven CST, to eight or whatever. Yeah, central time. Sometime around seven, just look for our stream and I'll probably be. So streaming. after after hearing us talk about it, what do you think about it? The surge. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Have they evolved? About liking the game or what? like what do you think? But like after just hearing because you know I had been playing it recently after hearing yeah. both of us talk about it. Would well what? basically that's the only reason I I even tried the game. And I actually bought it on Steam on this summer sale for like five bucks because it was on Game Pass, but they took it off and they mm-hmm. just have the second game on Game Pass. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll just play the second game because I heard it's like improved some stuff on the first. Yeah. But then you're like, yeah, it's only five bucks. On I was like, yeah, you know, it's five bucks. Worst case scenario, it's five bucks. So I'll refund it if I really don't like it. Right. I did not expect to like the game so much to the point mm-hmm. of where like I, the other day I went to sleep and I was having a dream about being the guy with like the dual rig <laughs> twin rig and like killing stuff with like wolverine claws and i woke up and i was like oh god i'm glad i woke up i don't want to be there <laughs> um but i okay i've been like pretty hardcore addicted to path of exile since the league started a couple weeks like several yeah. weeks ago and uh yesterday i came home and i got on the computer to play and usually i just start up poe and start playing poe i got on the computer and i just turned on the surge by myself no one's on i'm not streaming or anything i just started playing it and i played for like two hours and i was like what is going on with me like i i feel like that game because it is kind of dark souls s it has it's definitely not like instant gratification but it has like the feeling of relief whenever you make it to a checkpoint whenever you like kill a boss whenever you like get past an area it's like that is what's that's what's like pushing me forward it's almost like a uh what do they call it endorphin rush it's almost like endorphin dopamine, dopamine hit it's like yeah literally yeah. whenever an, an endorphin rush <laughs> john that's inappropriate yeah. yeah endorphin rush yes so basically i i'm in the fourth area i believe i killed the i killed the third boss the last night and i was so third, huh, third yeah boss? yeah you fought more than that no, the third like big boss, because yeah, he's, remember that he's, th- he's only done three. The third area doesn't have a boss. You go back to the secondary and fight the third boss. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the third like big boss. So basically, I'm on the fourth, the fourth like area region now, and I was talking to Code about this earlier. The game, I don't know how I feel about the game because you're progressively getting like more health, more stamina, better gear, and stuff like that. 
I don't feel like the game is getting any easier because you're definitely fighting harder enemies. Like even yeah. just just a minute ago, I was playing like I'm fighting a guy like I'm literally holding block and he's just breaking right, right through my block. And you have to like almost like perfect block to block him. And I feel like I can tank more a little bit and I'm playing the game a little bit smarter somewhat, but it's still a Dark Souls game. So there's definitely a lot of like, Sometimes I go in an area and I just get like jumped by three guys and I die. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess now I know not to run in there. Like, you know, you have to use your drone to pull people. There's definitely like that mechanic, but I don't, I feel like, I don't know if it's because I've played the game so much that I'm getting better at it. So it's a little bit easier or my character's getting stronger. So it's easier. I think it's a little bit of both. I I was telling you earlier too, from what I was, because I was reading a lot about the game when I was playing it and there definitely is a point in the game which i don't think you're at yet but a lot of people complain that there was a huge difficulty spike because there's no difficulty mm-hmm. setting in that game as far as yeah we know. yeah it's not and yeah there's none they kind of got to a point where they introduced some enemies that were incredibly cheap yeah and at the end at, right is that what you're yeah, talking about well it's not all the way at the end i don't i don't know exactly what they were talking about because there were some enemies i fought that were definitely harder to the point where it was like this isn't even like a ch- it's not like tactical or, or there's, yeah. there's no strategy it's just they're just really so i just want to clarify we're talking about the same ones it's the black nanite ones on the elevator level correct those and i think even before that before that level too okay i think it because i was trying to read okay. different things but anyway, I'm, i don't want to get too far off i was just saying like you know as you're saying with the difficulty like you don't know if it, you're just getting better or there definitely is points to where it's like it's not even you at all it's the fact yeah. that they yeah. they made poor ai yeah yeah and yeah uh, well i i still feel that way about the like the dog with the, like the little scorpion tail that's in, in the second level i still feel that yeah. way because like even now like i know how to fight it but they are extremely cheap because if they if they don't like jump at you and literally almost one shot you they do like 100 damage they jump and land on you you dodge out of the way and then they do a backflip and hit you for like 50 damage like <laughs> yeah. immediately so it's like you most most enemies like that it's one of those things where you have to do like your slide attack and then jump out of the way and let them reset and then do it again so it's not even like this is a challenge it's more like this is an annoyance that i have to to fight you like this yeah because i'm not really like it's not like oh i'm trying to block and do all this stuff it's like i'm literally just like waiting for you to do an animation i attack once i have to back away attack once back away instead of like me being able to combo you and stuff like that and that's really tedious it's very tedious and, and it's the it's mostly the robots, like the all the robot that have like arms and lasers and stuff. Like they're the ones to me that are the most annoying enemies. The the more humanoid people, it's not that they're not harder because sometimes they'll just like counterattack you without you being able to block or anything. But it's the fact that like you can't really like stun them, you can't execute them, so it just feels like they put them in the game just to like screw you over, basically make yeah. make yeah. your life miserable me, instead of ask, making it just challenging. Let me ask you this. I haven't played Dark Souls ever. I've seen people play it, but it doesn't seem... Yeah. It seems like in the Surge, they do a lot more cheap shots than a lot of other games I've seen. No. No? no? Okay. That's just might in be my because experience, I have played a lot of those ones. In my experience, Dark Souls is 100% all about the cheap shots. Oh, all yeah. about the cheap shots, the the horrible corners. Mm-hmm. Um, like where if you peek around a the corner, there's a guy waiting to attack you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's all and about repetition. Enemies, enemies that purposefully break repetition to screw you over yeah at gotcha. least that's what i okay. found when yeah. playing okay. dark souls that's just yeah, I, dark- I just don't have the experience of the other ones okay 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. while the surge, basically, I've come to the conclusion that every time I go to any area, I literally pan the camera around to look around because there's always <laughs> someone waiting yeah. to like jump you. Even like even every, st- everywhere. Even Star Wars, like yeah, I look around a corner, there's a stormtrooper standing, like he's like. oh my god but yeah um good but at least in the surge when they do jump you it's not a one-shot kill like usually souls it's generally a one-shot kill when they when they sneak when they like jump around or they or they like stun lock you to where like they're comboing you and you can't do anything right right at least in the surge they usually like lunge at you and do their one shot and then they kind of like have to reset themselves so you have time to yeah. To either like heal yourself or just prepare for like a fight. I gotcha. did, I did like cheese the third boss because I realized that I unlocked enough uh, shortcuts that I could basically. I only had to fight one guy to get to the boss. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I went to my implants and I I just got the suit that has twelve implants. I only have I think I have nine unlocked, and I basically uh, equipped every single healing item that I had. So I had like twelve healing kits going to the boss fight, and so like <laughs> it was. It's one of those things where it's like you can kind of cheese it because like I used almost all of them. I killed the boss, but like I used almost every single heal I had, and I was like, yeah. I was like, eh, it's kind of like, like I wanted to. I, at first, I was just fighting him with using my normal setup, but I was like, wait, if I'm like getting bonuses like executions and stuff, this isn't helping me in the boss fight at all. So I guess it's right. The game really wants you to do that. I feel like they want you to like change up your playstyle for what you're doing. Just like you said oh, yeah. earlier, just like you said earlier, like, hey, if you're going to go grind a certain guy, like maybe set your setup to like have more stamina, have more energy yeah. gain and stuff so you can cut off body parts and do what you need to do versus like keep your that that one mod you were talking about where yeah. it keeps your your energy gain at a certain point so yeah. that you can constantly get the execution bar ready. Yeah. 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 So I like stuff the game. Like I'm I'm in the fourth area. I think there's like two more areas left. I I like it enough that I'm playing it by myself and I'm also taking the time when i find a good good gear set or, or weapons that i want to use that i'm going back and making sure i can upgrade them fully wherever i'm at mm-hmm. so the twin rig is I'm the twin rig's op dude that. the twin rig's so i'll good. tell you this there's five bosses in the game You've okay killed three. So, so i've yeah. killed three yeah. yeah dude the the twin rig the i i was actually really enjoying the single rig that i was using but with the with the speed of how everything goes, it's like once I figured out that I could use a twin rig and actually like I was like okay let me try it out see how it is it's like the speed is like that's all I ever want to play in the game like I don't ever want to use any other <laughs> weapon because it's like <laughs> speed, it, speed is king even, yeah even though like you know I'm not constantly stunning people but just the fact that most boss fight stuff you have to be extremely mobile or you just like put yourself in horrible positioning. Anyways, yeah. search pretty good. I'm excited to beat it. Hopefully by I hopefully Saturday if I'm streaming, I'm with the next between now and then I will be beating the game. Nice. And then I get nice. to pick something else to play. So Dakota. Yeah. Sorry, that was a long I surge f- rant. It's all good. I feel you on that though. I'm happy that you're enjoying it. I Me too. 100% did not expect you to even like play that for more than 2 last, hours to be honest. Last for like an hour. Yeah. Um, so happy to see that, but I definitely, I feel like all of us, like all three of us are kind of, we pick a game, at least recently we yeah. picked a game and we have to beat that before we play something else yeah. just to try to complete stuff in our library. And so right now my mission is to beat, uh, last of us part two on, on PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, the game is way too long. Um, but then also remnant, uh, from the ashes, uh, which I'm playing on PC, mm-hmm jones you oh actually all three of us yeah. have played that yeah um i forgot yeah we did yeah <laughs> yeah we did uh 
it's it's pretty good so far uh i know our one friend lightning who also bought it with us it's mm-hmm. even though it's only like three people max yeah. uh playing at a time together um he also bought it but he's like super into he's it and he really has been hard grinding that out wow uh and i've been kind of following pace with him of playing through my own world and like trying to catch up to him basically mm-hmm. and the more i've played the game the more i've enjoyed it some people have called it a little bit of like a dark souls shooter mm-hmm. and i think the main uh comparison point is that you have like the bonfires yeah basically yeah it's like basically. you you walk into uh, a new like tile set world and there's a giant stone like red glowing stone that you go up to mm-hmm. and you like you, you put your hands up to it <laughs> mm-hmm. and you like pray yeah. to it or whatever yeah. and then that's a checkpoint and like if you've killed anybody on that map they respawn after that so yeah. that's kind of like the souls that's basically uh, the yeah the only thing almost the only comparison to it other than that like it, it's pretty much like a third person shooter that's a first person shooter right huh no it's a third person no it's the third person only whenever you're like down or is it no it's always third person my bad yeah yeah sorry my talking about remnant i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) i was thinking of something different go ahead (laughs) (laughs) yeah um it's it's a good game so far i enjoy it the bosses that i have fought have been pretty good they are challenging i've definitely died uh, a couple times um and I enjoy that like one of our friends has been mm-hmm. playing it so that I can kind of like ask him questions about stuff that he's already done and, and he's helped me fight uh, one of the worst bosses that mm-hmm. is in the game. It's like the giant jellyfish mm-hmm. that you have to fight on a very narrow bridge and he ends up calling calling a second jellyfish that comes up and they, they're on both sides of the bridge and it's just really hard to like manage not yeah. dying to both of them because they're both attacking at the same time and doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's really nice kind of playing through it with somebody else that is, is also going at a similar pace. Yeah. Um, I mean, other than that boss though, I think everybody, all the other bosses have been like well designed. Uh, yeah. Shooting mechanics are good. Like getting new gear and new guns feels pretty satisfying. Yeah. Good. Um, but yeah i because, don't know because I'm, it's I'm, not a loot explosion game where you're getting new gear every two seconds like yeah, getting gear is impactful is it's not like the say? division and it's not like borderlands. borderlands yeah where like guns are just exploding everywhere and you're like picking up guns and selling guns mm-hmm. like pretty much all the guns you pick up and all the armor you pick up you keep it and you don't sell it because it might come in handy sometime later yeah because <laughs> they don't give you like enough to like yeah actually find garbage and just sell that it's like vermin so that's in that respect yeah, a little bit like in Vermintide. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a good comparison. Um, I am getting at the point though where I'm I'm honestly just playing it now to beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, because Death Stranding recently came out on PC, and I really want to buy that. He wants to be it. a delivery driver. So I do, dude. I I want to work for Amazon. <laughs> Amazon Simulator, dude. <laughs> well, good. Um, but I'm working towards that, so expect some some like delivery soon to your door two days or less yeah two-day delivery <laughs> yeah. cool but other than that i think that's that's really the only thing i've been playing Sweet. remnant and last of us so good let's jump into the topic yes let's talk about <clears throat> why fps's are are good still or not you decide <laughs> <laughs> so first person shooters 
uh, were basically like born on PC with Doom. Pretty much. Right? Pre- Doom like, was like the main, first. Mainstream. So yeah. let me ask this because I was Wolfenstein 3 to the first or was Doom the first? Great question that I don't have the answer to. I Wolfenstein was the first. Okay. I think I think Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 3D was first. Huh? Wolfenstein 3D. Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah. Um that was first because everything was on one flat level, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. yeah. it was like a maze kind of almost. Yeah. 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 And it was like a maze. Uh whereas Doom had some like verticality to yeah. it. Yeah. Even though the way it was developed, everything was actually on like the same flat, flat level, yeah. and like they did some weird pers- like perspective switches yeah. stuff, which I still don't understand how they figured out how to do that. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, Wolfenstein's the first, but Doom really made it popular, I guess. Well, it's like it I think Wolfenstein. I think Wolfenstein was like popular, but Doom really like brought it to like the, the next level. I probably. feel like the next level. Yeah, yeah. It really like it changed it from like a. You know, I used to play Wolfenstein with my mom when I was a small child. Very small. Uh, Here, honey, really, come like, shoot Hitler but, in the face. Yeah, so but actually, <laughs> but actually, it was funny because like she would play with you know use the arrow keys and you use like left and right to actually turn your character back and forth. Yeah, and I would I would press control and like she would let me shoot and I was like four. <laughs> Like wow. let's kill the Nazis, all right? Like, yeah, keep control. I was the like, most American game to have your kids <laughs> oh play. <my> exactly. <laughs> and then remember, I remember just like spamming space bar to like try to find all the secret walls and stuff. You got to find Hitler, yeah. Hitler's treasure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, steal, steal all of his treasure that he probably stole from other people. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So I think uh, Doom really like brought FPS to the mainstream, and after that, stuff like Quake blew up. Um, yep. Even or into like the early, you know, or the '90s, it's like Unreal Tournament came out. And then we had stuff like Half Life, yeah. and then uh, really that those were like all the i guess they turn into like arena shooters like quake 3 arena was like the big huge one quake and unreal were definitely like more arena shooter like well i think and that really like i remember quake 3 arena is basically what brought fps to like an esports level like competitive and that was really one of the first like actual like competitive video games was quake 3 arena you know because they have they had other like fighting games and stuff too like street fighter and all that but really for like fps like Quake Three was the big, huge. I remember like everyone playing that. I remember and playing uh, multiplayer. One of my friends played uh, Tribes. Tribes, yeah, Tribes is another one yeah. too. But tri- and Tribes is like, I mean, it's one of those games that is really cool if you're into it because you're like the movement is awesome because you're like constantly sliding around. Um, mm-hmm. But Qu- I think Quake was really, I don't know. Tribes like was popular for a while and then like died. Whereas Quake. You know, obviously, it's you know, Quake. Oh, Quake was now. way more popular. I would say. I was just. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Tribes is also up there, like as a game that kind of started revolution. I don't know when Tribes came out. I think it was like late '90s, like you know, '99 or something. Yeah. Fun fact: yeah. my my parents wouldn't let me watch my friend play that because it was an online game. <laughs> wouldn't let you watch it. Yeah, they they <laughs> forbid me from watching my friend online play games because it was an online game. That's so anything that's online so you can't watch. Still right. Still, that's why you play single player games. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I think like uh, basically throughout the nineties, we had stuff like Half Life come out and that blew up, and then even you know a mod for. Half-Life. But here's the thing, right? Huh? Like I, I want to say the first, uh, v- not first version, uh, the first type of FPS mm-hmm. w- in the nineties was like all about 
shooting, shooting things with guns and yeah. like putting you in a scenario to facilitate shooting things yeah. with guns yeah. right yeah, absolutely. so that's doom you're, you're shooting demons on mars right yeah uh wolfenstein you're shooting nazis on mars um you have <laughs> unreal which was like shooting aliens on Quake mars was shooting aliens everyone's killing people um, on mars yeah mars is a really popular <laughs> yeah. setting back in the that's, 90s. Where, that's where elon's trying to go dude <laughs> And then you saw a shift when Half-Life came out in the early 2000s where it was, okay, we have shooter games, but now we're going to have like a story to like kind of push you through. You're shooting aliens in Arizona or New Mexico. Yeah. Nevada. Where's Black Mesa? I thought Black Mesa was like Area 51. I don't remember where that no, is. I was it Nevada? Nevada? I think Black Mesa I, dude, Nevada. I literally just like played through it and I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're totally right though. Like they decided to just go from plane just i'm gonna shoot things that's it oh. to adding some yes you, you know what i oh sorry go ahead sorry go ahead no you, I, I was just gonna say it's like you know you're just you're adding to, like dialogue you're adding mm-hmm. uh yep. interactions because a it, reason because even in half-life you know the famous you know talking to a scientist have them follow yeah. you and then mm-hmm. you'll yep. do this and stand there and they talk to you while you're doing a mission and then you know things like that they they added and it wasn't the best in half-life but i mean it it is what it is (laughs) okay one thing that i wanted to bring up too that i literally just thought of is like okay so you had all this start of these games right you have wolfenstein which you're playing blaskovitz right and now now we actually know who he is they kind of told you who he was but he wasn't he didn't really mean anything he was like at a he's like a pow prisoner that was trying to escape like a nazi prison or something right that's basically the that was the entire backline that backstory you need like hey you're killing nazis so who cares who you are right yeah basically right and then you have you have you know doom guy you don't there's not really a background you're just like hey there's demons here go kill them and then even with quake you're not anybody you're just a dude with a gun right i totally forgot about this it's something we should bring up that the first real character that had some kind of personality was Duke Nukem. I totally oh forgot about gosh. that on our list. Oh, whoa. I actually right? just I just played and beat Forever. Uh Duke I had beat Duke Nukem Forever, but Duke Nukem World Tour yeah. uh, remastered edition, whatever that was called. Yeah. I went and played through that entire game. And yeah. actually wow. pretty good. Very actually yeah. really really good game. But I I totally wasn't thinking about that until i was like wait i feel like there's something some like big character like fps character that i'm missing and really because he's around the same time as doom and all his other games right yeah. even actually like no, maybe like 1995 96 like something like that mm, i think maybe 97 like, i mean it was before 2000 98 yeah it's before 2000 i know it was before yeah. it was before half-life and all that it was like yes mid 90 yeah. something well, that that one was crazy because you could pay strippers you could pee in a urinal you oh, could yeah like that's what I'm saying. Like they kind of like took the Doom idea and like to- and Quake and like super evolved it. The guy has voice lines. He's a memorable character. He is. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like the first like FPS where there's like a memorable character. You're not just playing like, you know, Doom guy. You're not just playing right. a Quake person. I'm glad I thought of that. As yeah, we're doing I this. absolutely <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> well, I mean, somebody's gonna send my us brain's email. Kind I of... wrote Duke Nukem and you totally forgot about him. <laughs> I, I think it's fair to forget Duke Nukem, especially with what Gearbox has done to uh, the <laughs> destroy him, destroy his, destroy <laughs> yeah, his I, quote unquote. I didn't think name. Duke Nukem Forever was that bad, but I never was it, a Duke Nukem like fanboy either, so it wasn't like they hey, hurt my John, feelings. John, we're no longer doing hot takes. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. So you need to like simmer down. Gotcha, there. Gotcha. The new, the new, uh, <laughs> what's our new word? Divisive. That game <laughs> was divisive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I, I haven't played duty Nukem forever and the thing is i think really the problem is and the same thing they have with other games that we're talking about too is that 
it took so long for it to come out that the hype level was like Final Fantasy VII Remake hype level, where it's just like... Probably. Even like Team Fortress 2. Remember that Team Fortress Classic came out, like, and that's another FPS that spawned that was around this time. Team yeah. Fortress Classic was basically the first hero shooter, if you really want to think about it. It's the first game where yeah. you specifically pick a class, and that, that class, that's all that class says. You're the sniper, hmm. you're the medic, you're whatever. If you think about it that way, it's like that kind of spawned other games with hero mechanics and you know not necessarily hero like you're not playing winston or uh whatever the teleport chicks what's her name well blink i wouldn't necessarily say that it's a hero shooter i would say it's class it's a class it's a class shooter but i'm saying i yeah. think that idea is what spawned these other games where you pick a hero because it's Probably. like because i mean even team fortress classic you i i don't know how many classes it started with it but i think all of them and it was like eight or nine different people so it's like, yeah, there's other games where you play different classes, but is what's the difference is you play, oh, I'm a medic with a rifle or I'm a medic with an SMG or I'm a medic yeah. with this versus yeah. I'm a medic and I, all I have is medic stuff or I'm a soldier. All I yeah. have is a rifle or a rocket launcher and team. I played so much Team Fortress Classic when I was younger. Like the mechanics of that game were just ridiculous. You know, like people like you're you're rocket jumping and i think that's one thing that team fortress classic kind of spawned and even in newer fps is like just the ability like oh maybe i should shoot a rocket at my feet and i like fly into the air like that <laughs> yeah. was like a that was like a whole thing in team fortress like how to move around throwing yeah. grenades and jumping off of them and that became like yeah. a kind of a big thing anyways side note but yeah team fortress classics definitely on that list too of yeah there's there's gonna be games here that we don't mention yeah. that have definitely helped move the fps genre to like evolve yeah uh we're just covering like the really big ones that we feel and could remember yeah had an impact. yeah um we don't say your favorites because we hate it well i mean like in... exactly yeah so tweet us <laughs> well i know we talked about the other day you know sticking with an fps that's literally just an fps with a story you're mm -hmm. playing you're playing a main characters like you know which is on the computer yeah. now is, is like the halo games like they mm -hmm. it's a little bit further down but it's still you're playing a very yeah, memorable character and you're literally yeah. just going and shooting things and yeah. well right right yeah and uh and then now we look at you know we there are still quite a few games i think like that but it's coming few and far between now and that's kind of what we're, we're getting at is that this this idea of playing a memorable character where you're just shooting things with no yeah. other ulterior motives or any ul ulterior game styles yeah is not like normal anymore yeah right right we had the 90s which was shooting things with minimal context to why just facilitating <laughs> like a thing to shoot yes yeah. demons on mars stuff like that and then in the early 2000s with half-life it really started moving towards story and adding like context mm -hmm. and and something to push towards and reasoning why you're shooting these things and and adding more elements to to i guess john you had mentioned something when we were talking about this earlier it it's adding more stuff to like kind of fill the game because gamers want what? more stuff yeah basically so i think i, I, I don't i don't remember exactly so how you I, I think it's it. more like people want more they people it's not enough to just have a story where you go and get to the end it, you know because like halo is a very linear game like you start yeah. here you only can go this certain direction there's no like the yeah. doors are locked you can't go past certain right. doors you have to go this way you need to get to the end point and you're done and people aren't okay with i believe that people aren't okay with just having that now 
yeah. I think the three of us are. Like, we're perfectly happy with, like, even with the newest Doom game, which I know you, you're, you love, we all, I love the game, you love the game, but it's like, that is a pure, you're just killing stuff, and you're getting from point A to point B, and... I would say, though, that Doom, if you're talking about Doom 2016, it is not, it actually has more story in it than people think it does, but for the most part, it is go here yeah. shoot this thing go to the next yeah. place shoot that thing but and it, i know there's multiplayer which i don't think a lot of people really no play don't it. even touch but that. i mean just look at <laughs> look at cult, like look at even even halo because we had talked about this too in kind of preparation for the show mm-hmm. halo one two and three i think is what you said was like the yeah. best stories because i've only played halo four yeah. i don't think i played any after that but i don't Killing even think home, I, I, I don't even think i beat odst oh wow but um halo one two and three have amazing stories they're awesome yeah, and yeah. then four. I remember not being all that good. I thought. I think I remember it being kind of dumb. I, it's been forever since I beat. I beat that when it came. Yeah, it wasn't out. very good. So it's um, not memorable. But they they were kind of Halo two. I remember the multiplayer being amazing and three being really good. But they're moving. It was almost like they were moving from pure story to kind of half and half. And then later on, I think they focused more on the multiplayer because that's what everybody wanted to do. Yeah, right. and that's what yeah. I was saying is like, you know, even Call of Duty. Um. We decided it was four, right? Call of Duty, Modern uh, Warfare, Modern Warfare, or, uh, yeah, Blackout. You know that was or Black Ops, Black Ops, or Black Ops Four, where they had the Blackout mode. That's all mm-hmm. that game was. Yeah, they just gave up on the story completely. I think they yeah, had they zombies in that campaign, one too, but they didn't have a they campaign. Had zombies, multiplayer, and the battle royale. I, I, no story mode. And they they completely moved away from the story and went straight to yeah. pure battle royale multiplayer and mm-hmm. that's what people want now they don't i think i think a lot of people just they want the multiplayer they don't care about stories much anymore um and that's what people and the, and and as we talked about this too that's where the money is which yeah. isn't always it which is. isn't always true because we t- like we said too god of war is a which isn't a pc game but it's still a purely single player story there's no dlc they made the game they're like hey this is what you get this is it yeah. have fun and people absolutely loved it but yeah pe- there's companies like ea that are like there's no money in single player games so we're not going to even deal with it there's no money in bad single player games yeah <laughs> but uh, but yeah dragon age inquisition yeah <laughs> mass well, effect andromeda well i was <laughs> anthem <laughs> i was gonna say like if we're keeping in the the realm of like moving through the timeline a little bit since that was like no yeah. no i really like what you said but we're like jumping all over the place yeah, go for yeah. it go for it okay Okay, so basically after we had these like straight shooter other than I think Duke Nukem was probably like the exception of having like a standout character yeah, in the nineties. In the nineties, yeah. right? And then I really wanna say the shift I don't wanna say like it only happened with like Half Life Two. I think Half Life Two might have been a big one. But even the first Call of Duty came out in two thousand three and it's crazy. It had a camp- Half-Life came out before Call of Duty, though. The original Half-Life did. But yeah. I'm saying even the original Half-Life, it wasn't very... I mean, I would say it's like it's story-driven in a weird way. Like, you have to progress the story, but it is very linear. Like, you can't do anything else, right? Where even in... Wait, what are you looking at me weird for? I- I'm just I'm just confused as to where you're going. Go okay. for it. Okay. Go for it. So, Half-Life, even in, in 98, everyone's like, oh, we like this story. You're, the character doesn't say anything. Gordon Freeman never says a single word in the game. He's a silent no. protagonist, right? So you have all these other characters around you. So the story is like happening around you. Like you're making things happen, but the, you're kind of just going through the story as a silent 
person right mm-hmm. you're not you're yeah. not like oh hey i'm gordon freeman and blah 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 let me help you out you're kind of you go talk yeah. to people and you do stuff but it kind of is i felt that way when i played half-life one i was playing the game because i'm shooting aliens i'm solving some you know minor puzzles and like doing kind of like weird sci-fi stuff and like going through like all kinds of like you find a crazy baby thing at the end it's like what is happening in yeah. this game and yeah really the, it's like you are an entity and you're pushing you're pushing this character through the game but the story is happening to you i felt like the story is more happening to me instead of me experiencing it because like g-man pops up he comes in and says tells you weird stuff and you're like okay and you keep progressing the story so it's like i'm experiencing it but even as someone like gordon freeman i don't feel like I feel like I'm just like pushing myself to get to like pseudo cutscenes in the game. It's like, and then at the end of the game, it's like kind of like, what did all of this happen for? Like, it's kind of doesn't <laughs> really add up. It's like watching the Matrix for the first time. You're like, this this is like really cool, but I don't understand what the heck just happened to me. But when Half Life Two came out, you had the same character from the first game, and you kind of are. If you play the first game, you kind of already understand the backstory, like what's happening. And almost immediately, you're put into a story where I personally, maybe just because when I played it, I was like 15 years old, I really felt like, oh, I'm like really invested in the story because, you know, you have better graphics, you have characters actually talking to you, there's, you know, Barney's there, some memorable people, and like the story, I felt like I was actually important to the story and the narrative because you're not just making decisions, yes, the game is linear, but I guess because you had more freedom in the game. A little bit more freedom, I think, because of stuff like the gravity gun and just like the physics in the game and like even the levels like you're driving the boat around or you have the uh, the dune buggy where it's like, I don't like, yes, I have to progress to the story to keep things going. But there's like a lot of optional side stuff you can do in Half-Life 2 to like. I did a lot of stuff that entertained me for like a long time, like driving the dune buggy around, like running people over and stuff. Well, even even like they make you more of a character even the beginning of the game is like so interactive with the guards where yeah he's, he like he's like he knocks the can for he's like hey pick that up throw it in the trash yeah, exactly can. and if you don't like he hits you with his baton and yeah, it exactly. immediately makes, it makes you be, like become the character almost just by the way the npc the evolution of npcs because half-life mm-hmm. the npcs are like hey gordon and they blow up or something <laughs> and then and then what's up with your brain and my brains, we'll make the perfect team. And yeah, exactly. And then he immediately gets killed by the alien. But then in the second one, you actually get to... Like the first one, you're not really involved with the world because everything is just hitting the fan. And the second one, yeah, you're like, actually going into something that has society and stuff, and you're actually interacting with NPCs Like you're part of the resistance. And, yeah, and... I, 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 so there's more story there's more context yeah. there's more reasoning as to why and, things are happening and why you have to do things and i and i think it's not just because like oh half-life 2 is a great game and had better graphics and stuff the first game i feel like when you're playing gordon like it just because you're gordon freeman because basically you're the guy that like kind of like caused the issue and you're like that whole game is basically plays out like a survival game like the entire time you're not really doing anything to like stop what's happening you're just trying to get out of black mesa and like survive basically you're just running for your life and you just happen to have a hazmat suit and you can like pick up a gun and shoot stuff right so like they could have in the first game i feel like I could have been anybody. I could have been just like they have blue shift and opposing forces. Like you're playing different perspectives of the same game. I could have been, I didn't have to be Gordon Freeman. I could have been John Smith, the scientist, and it would have been the exact same game. Yeah, I absolutely. feel like, yeah, well, you're but, totally in the, right. but in the second game, 
because of all these things happen to you and they're like, oh, they think you're like a hero and all this stuff, right? Even though they might not know that you like kind of caused the whole like <laughs> the bad stuff to happen, you know? You didn't cause it, but you're like definitely like the catalyst that made it happen, right? Yeah. But you kind of start figuring out like, hey, who's this G-Man guy that keeps showing up and telling me like really weird cryptic stuff throughout the- like and you're, you know, you're part of the, you're part of a resistance. You actually, I feel like you're your character develop in the second game is so much more impactful and i feel like between that and maybe like the first call of duty game or even though you're playing through a campaign you're playing through a world war ii campaign you have like different characters that are following you around it's not just like soldier number three soldier number four like they have names i feel like that was the early 2000s is whenever there was an actual shift to focus more on like hey it's an fps but it can have a story and can have like impactful stuff going on and moving on to stuff like fear even where like you play as a certain character you're part of a group and there's like all these crazy weird things happening to you instead of just well, like i mean in fear it's not only the story isn't only about you it's also about alma yeah another character in the game exactly you know and it makes so it's yeah. it fear evolved the first person stories mm-hmm. you know to like actually include other characters kind of just like half-life 2 where alex and barney are now like other characters Mm -hmm. that you you're getting invested in yeah and they're part of the story it's not just go here shoot things it's now like these are people you have to care about and like we're we're building their storylines and like making you actually feel like you are part of the world instead of just stuff or like a yeah. like a sandbox of yeah. stuff to do and i think too yeah. like they started to actually use fps to its advantage of um having cinematics where a person will grab you and like mm-hmm. and do things to right. you, and you get to see it from a first person perspective of somebody actually grabbing you and like hitting you or right i just remember in the first period like you walk around a corner and your brother grabs you and he's like talking to you or something where you were like doom and wolfenstein and like those first ones you're literally just you know walking through shooting stuff there's no Mm -hmm. there's no involvement there's no nothing there's no uh any of those things and i think especially like this is jumping way ahead but it's still like you know like the newer call of duties they always have some kind of weird cinematic where you throw a knife or you Mm -hmm. shoot something in the end they're they're using those (laughs) yeah the quick time events they're using the advantage of the fps to you know create more of a story and and use it to make like cool scenes and cinematics Mm -hmm. and stuff but yeah. yeah i think actually one of the one of the perfect uh games to show the difference between the early from the 90s version Mm -hmm. of fps to the early mid 2000s fps is actually going from doom to doom 3 Mm -hmm. because i remember when doom 3 came out i was not expecting story Mm -hmm. you know yeah you think first it was literally the thing that started you're just in a place to shoot things and and then doom 3 was oh no we're gonna tell you the entire backstory and like how it happened like you are gonna just like half-life you were gonna go mm-hmm. through the actual catalyst that, that like started mm-hmm. everything right mm-hmm. um i think that's the perfect kind of segue from one yeah version of fps to the like next one evolution de- decade of it. to the next like right transition and the into funny thing it. is yeah we'll we'll actually bring doom back up when we talk about the later versions like the newest evolutions of fps and kind of like where it's gone yeah but uh, yeah, like the early mid mid two thousand early two thousands to mid two thousands around two thousand eight, it mm-hmm. was definitely starting to focus more on story and caring about characters and just adding more stuff to the context of shooting. Yeah. And then we have down here that Borderlands three was really one of the first games that started to add in other a, genres a to the first one. person shooter. 
Borderlands what 1. What did I say? You said three. Borderlands 3. Did I say 3? Oh, yeah. No. Sorry. Borderlands uh, 1. <laughs> Borderlands 1 was the game that really started to add in other elements of other games into the first-person genre. And this era kind of started games experimenting with the first-person shooter mm-hmm. and, like, starting to mishmash other things into it because yeah. Borderlands 1... Yes, it's a first-person shooter, but you also have a pretty big reliance on loot yeah. and farming and stuff like that, which are very... And levels and XP and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah. RPG elements. Which is very more RPG. And you actually have like a character like mm-hmm. skill sheet that you yeah. have to like choose yeah. which type of abilities mercenary you well, are. And also, yeah. Your abilities Borderlands and 1 was also, you picked a hero. Yeah, you picked you, you picked well, up, yeah. you picked out of yeah, what true. like four people or something. So everyone had to. Yeah, def- yeah. it was um, not really a hero shooter, but like you know, one person had like a bird, one and one guy. Yeah. One guy was like a strong yeah. dude, and but brick. Yeah, <laughs> his name was Brick. But yeah, like um, yeah, hey, totally. Cool. I just got one of that. Then cool side no, note. Yeah. Cool side note. The guy that uh, had the bird, Mordecai, which is he's basically like the sniper kind of subclass. The yeah. voice actor for that, I've met him in real life randomly Whoa, seriously yeah we did, i did huh? work at his house <laughs> he lives he lives what? he lives local i actually saw him that's awesome. i saw him at my grocery store that's down the street from my house like a month ago and i told christy i really want to go talk to him and she was like just go talk to him i was like nah i'm too nervous <laughs> no dude you should t- next time you should totally be like hey man i actually met you a little while ago you yeah the voice of mordecai like i just appreciate your work yeah he was on you know? he was also on wishbone and i, I talked to, i remember talking to him on the phone because we were doing work for him and i was like hey do you remember being on wishbone <laughs> and he was like whoa that's like a crazy blast of he's like you know i was on wishbone and i was like yeah i definitely did an imdb be you bro <laughs> but he had like been on like wow yeah dude that's like he was like I, whoa that's really old i remember watching that in the library at elementary school are you a stalker am i okay should yeah. i call the police <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was kind of that's sorry complete side note but you brought up that i was like hey i met though. that guy randomly anyways yeah yeah um so, so yeah borderlands Borderlands, the first one, definitely started this new era of FPS where it transformed once again into kind of experimenting with adding more genres to it to, mm-hmm. to kind of see what fits. Um, I think that was, I, th- I want to say Borderlands, what, we, what we're calling like the catalyst. So basically to do like a little rundown to catch us up. So all, everyone's on the same page because I know we've been kind of like all over the place Jumpy. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So basically FPS... 90s started out as just your shooter your doom guy you go kill aliens demons on mars yep. whatever you know with with maybe like duke nukem being the slight exception but duke yep. nukem's the only character you care about in that game anyways right and then you get into the 2000s era where you have stuff like half-life call of duty uh when did the first dead space come out like 2007 or something no, it was 2008 2009 okay. okay and then you have stuff like even that's also not first person oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> I was think I was think that is I think Bioshock's first person right yeah I yeah, always get yeah, the, yeah. those two games mixed up gotcha. and then you have uh, like Deus Ex really even though that was early-ish 2000s that is one of the first games that not only has a story you're playing a character is that you have a ton like a super heavy RPG elements is System Shock first person yeah it's just oh I wow. totally forgot about that right too that's super- dude that was like 99 yeah exactly so like i know there's i know there's some stuff oh, we're wow. gonna be missing in here and sorry we can't cover yeah. every single game but i know that because I, whenever i think of deus ex i always think of system shock and i know yeah. that system shock kind of leads into bioshock it's, well, it's just, um, yeah, yeah 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 so i think that in the 2000s you really had hey 
these are still FPS games, but we're adding stuff like story elements. We're adding RPG elements. We're adding these things, but it'd still be classified. If you ask me, like, oh, is you know what is Half Life Two? Like, it's a it's a first it's person, a first person it's shooter. a first person shooter. Absolutely. It has these other elements in it, but it's still a first person yep. shooter. And I think really when Borderlands Front came out, yeah, when Borderlands like, came out, and basically from two thousand eight to now. There's a lot of games that aren't just first-person shooters. Like anything that's a battle royale, I wouldn't call a first-person shooter, even if it is specifically a first-person shooter. Like Call of Duty Warzone, I would say that's a battle royale, and then it's an FPS. So yeah, there's right, been yeah, right. this there's been this switch where all these newer games, basically, it flip flopped where FPS is the subgenre of the game versus. You know, like, oh, Borderlands FPS is a... being the selling point and the main genre you would classify it as. Exactly. It's now switched to being a subclass of different genres. Yeah. Like Battle Royales. That's the... the When you talk about a new game, one of the first things they're going to ask is, is it a Battle Royale? Yeah. And you're going to be like, yeah, PUBG's well, a Battle Royale. Well, you can think, too, it's like, hey, what's the new FPS that just came out? You don't think of, <laughs> oh, that's Warzone. That, that'd be like, hey, what's the new Battle Royale that just came out? Oh, Warzone. Exactly. Right. And yeah, whereas, right. like, exactly. like, hey, what's the newest FPS that came out? Oh, uh, uh, Doom Eternal. Yeah. And, be- and before that, it was uh, <laughs> Doom 2016. <laughs> well, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, that's... Well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Well, even, even like, yeah, like, Borderlands 3, like, if you say, what's the newest FPS that came out? You wouldn't think of... I don't think of Borderlands 3. It's like, oh, no. that's just an RPG. No. That's a That's a looter shooter. It's a looter, looter. that yeah. and that it that itself is its own big genre now because you have stuff between I, th- I would say between Borderlands, Destiny, and uh, the Division. Those are like your big looter shooters. Which that's like I I don't know which one of those came out first. Was it Destiny One? Destiny. No, well Borderlands. Yeah. Sorry, Borderlands. Oh, yeah, 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 really yeah. just yeah. talking about Borderlands is the oh, first thing. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, we're gonna throw that in there. Yeah, sorry, Borderlands. Yeah. But really, I think I think. And I really want to take hear your opinion on it because I've played most of these games that we're talking about. You know, you even have stuff like Rainbow Six Siege where it's like, yes, this is it FPS? But to me, that is more of a like hyper competitive tactical yep. game, hardcore, yeah. hardcore Heart, strategy game with your FPS because it's a lot more involved than just like, hey, you're protecting hostages, you're building walls, you're putting traps down, you're driving RC cars. Yeah. It's like you're doing all these other things and then you're shooting, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like. Right. old old rainbow six or tom thomas clancy games where you just like run around and shoot each other you know yeah and i and stuff like i think splinter cell most that's third person anyways. it is it's also but, it's all third person but you know they had ghost recon games were really big for a while too mm-hmm. and those are shooters but they're like hyper tactical or trying to be like hyper realism it's like yes this is a shooter but is it i think after borderlands is really when it made that switch where it's like hey destiny's out but that's an mmo fps or an mmorpg fps it's like what are these categories now looter shooter is huge battle rails huge it's like is that a good thing like is it a good thing that we've gotten away from just a straight fps something like doom i think it depends on what games you like yeah yeah you know if i, I personally will play an fps or a third person shooter mm-hmm like 50 50 like yeah. remnant is a third person shooter mm-hmm. right or like warframe. and i'm totally happy playing with that yeah warframe you know but then i'm also like i've also replayed doom 2016 like yeah. five times yeah. because i enjoy that game so like i i personally like doesn't matter how the camera is positioned as long as it's a good game and i think that kind of like it answers your question of Whatever it, it is first and foremost, Battle Royale, Looter Shooter, mm-hmm. whatever, that has to be solid. Yeah. And then it's like the camera. 
is like secondary you know like i don't really care if it's first or third person anymore um i know when when titanfall 2 came out and i I started bringing up huh i was literally about this well when i played that and i started i was like it was like a breath of fresh air and i was so happy i was like this is the first first person shoot i played in so long that has a good story and i remember that when i played i was like this is awesome i haven't played a first person shooter that has a good story in so long and I was that, that just made me want to play it so badly because it was it was just like it had been, it felt like it had been so long. I mean, it, it it had been so long. That's how it earned the masterpiece tag on Steam. Yeah. Like when you when you go to the Steam page, it's literally tagged as masterpiece. And I think that's kind of <laughs> kind of goes into like what we what we kind of wanted to end on a little bit is that we are starting to see somewhat of a resurgence of FPS coming back as the forefront of mm-hmm. what this new game is, yeah. you know, like in besides the call of duties that come out annually. Yeah. Right. And yeah. even then, like that's, the new ones are, are not even. Yeah. That's not the highlight. Usually it's a, Oh, we have a new zombies mode or we have a new right. battle royale. Battle mode, except for World we... War two. Cause Jones and I both really liked the campaign of that game. It was <laughs> yeah. Really we both good. really. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, is like I didn't I had no interest in playing the multiplayer at all. I loved the campaign. I played through it. I mean, it's like six, seven hour campaign. And I was like, wow, that actually had a story. And I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the characters. And then I uninstalled the game because I'm like, I haven't. That's it. Like, I don't want to play any more of this. Like, I don't want to go play multiplayer because that's not like, yeah, that's the quote unquote FPS part of it. But it has nothing to like, I don't know. I mean, it's just at that point, it's like it's just another Call of Duty game. So it's like, whatever. yeah, right. Right. They've, they've somewhat lost their luster. And I don't think even World War Two, yeah. I haven't played the single player yet, but I don't think you would call that a masterpiece. I, no. Like, it's no. not. It was like, just a good story. Oh, man. It was a good story. The, the first the fact that it was a, a good story. First person shooter is not really the selling point about it. Yeah. You know, most people are buying that game for the multiplayer. Yeah, exactly. And, right? then, and that's true because playing the story was really good but it's like this is just another call of duty game it's not like this yeah like, t- exactly like there's two titanfall games and i didn't play the first one but the second one was like the first one didn't have a story the first one doesn't oh, have didn't. a campaign okay it's only no, multiplayer it's so titanfall 2 is a new idea new idea you know and you're like excited to get in this brand new world because everything is so copy and pasted now that mm-hmm. there's just there's no even even this mm-hmm. is way off but even look at tv like nobody comes up with any new ideas for the most no. part everything's recycled and so and like, like every industry like a new basically. call of duty like cool call of duty campaign well i've done that like 10 times already yeah <laughs> with just with just maybe yeah. different guns and and maybe futuristic stuff or something but it's like right uh i well i think it de- i think the setting can definitely help because really world war the the call of duty world war Two was the first call of duty that went back to world war Two since like world at war right like it's been a, it had been a, it yeah. had been for in call of duty terms it had been an eternity because it's been an like eternity. five or six years or whatever however long it's been <laughs> More than maybe that. 10 right and they had a solid campaign because the game before that black ops 4 didn't have a campaign they completely scrapped it and then they're like yeah. oh no one cares about the campaign because everyone plays the game for multiplayer and then i think they got backlash for that because there's like hey just because multiplayer might be your big selling point that doesn't mean that people don't still buy your game every year to play a campaign because there's i'm right. sure there's tons of people that play call of duty they just enjoy a nice solid fps campaign and they play through it and then they're done with the game they don't even touch multiplayer which you know right. like i'm that person too yeah you know and I think with, you know, specifically for that, 
it's like, hey, I really liked it because not just because the setting. I think that's what really made me want to go try it because it's not just I'm playing Black Ops 4. I'm playing Black Ops 3. I'm playing like Infinite Warfare where it's like everything, the same recycled content year after year after year. I know it's a World War, another World War II game, but they had their own kind of spin on the story and it was good because it had been so long since they had anything that was different than the same, oh, we made Modern Warfare 3. No, we, now we made Black Ops 3. Now we made Modern Warfare 4. Now we made Black Ops 4. It's like, dude, come on. Like, I know, and I, I have only played Titanfall 2 and I know that, yes, it is an FPS, but if someone's like, hey, do you like Titanfall 2? And I'll be like, yes, it is an FPS, but the cool part of Titanfall 2 are the Titans, in my opinion. Like, that's kind of the whole point yeah. of the game, right? Is that you have mm. the mech the mech warfare. If if someone asks you, like, oh, do you like Titanfall 2? You're like, oh, yeah, I really like the story. They're like, the shooting. In yeah, it. but once you get in those Titans, it's still an FPS. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not an FPS, but I'm saying that's the main, like, focus point of the game is getting into a giant mech suit. Yes, you're still playing a shooter, but it's almost like... It's a weird, like, not a subcategory. I don't know where you'd categorize it. I guess it's no, that, it, I would still categorize it just as a straight-up FPS because I, I would feel I feel like the wall running yeah. and the movement system in that game is just as enticing to people as playing as a Titan. Well, that's, you know? that's what I'm saying, and I think it's this is one of those things, maybe with the whole episode, is it really depends on who you ask and how they like the games. I mean, it's very opinion-based. I mean, everything we say is very opinion-based. But it's like, <laughs> you, I ask you, you're like, oh, it's a straight FPS. And I'm like, okay, yes, it's an FPS. But I would even say like, oh, it's not realistic at all because you're wall running. <laughs> you're like Spider-Man, basically, in some point. Yeah, but what's realistic about Doom? You know, uh, and we would consider that like the ultimate FPS. Doom well, 2016. ask Elon Musk when he makes it to Mars, dude. <laughs> dude, maybe we'll find hey, humans up there. I hope not, honestly. Yeah. We're, all, we're all trying to get man. off our I, Earth. You never know. Hey, he makes yeah. it to Mars. 2020 is crazy. He makes it to Mars with a live camera, and then you just see like one of the Doom monsters. Like, oh, no. Just Doom guys. Made Doom guys around. Around. He's like, all right. Well, that was just cool. shooting stuff in the background. Elon's like, everything's going great here. I got to go. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Drive Do we Tesla. know who Doom guy is now? Did we just find out who Doom guy was? It's, it's Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Oh, my God. Hey, we got to delete this <laughs> podcast. FBI, open up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm shocked. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I just think that, like, to end to end this out, we have seen FPS transform and evolve so much into like these other things, and it, it went from being like the I'm buying this game because it's FPS, it's like awesome, mm-hmm. to I'm buying this game because it's FPS and it has a really good story, and then kind of turned into I'm buying this game because it's a battle royale, but mm-hmm. it's also an FPS, you yeah. know. And now we're kind of seeing a, a slight resurgence with. <laughs> the original Wolfenstein, not the yeah. new ones, because they're going down like some RPG like. Well, they made some bad yes. decisions. <laughs> horrible, horrible route. But the first and the second one were pretty like. Yeah, they're good. Pretty. This is a first-person yeah, shooter. Games. Yeah. Doom 2016 was a callback to like the, the original, original, almost 90s. Yeah. Like this is a first-person shooter mm-hmm. with a little bit of story involved. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even if you look at Doom Eternal now, I mean that even that's like. It's not really a true FPS, like when you look at 2016, because mm-hmm. in the new one they've added like a lot of cutscenes and mm-hmm. it's a lot more story heavy. There's a lot more like puzzles that you have to solve, yeah. and I would say that's kind of verging more towards like the early 2000s, yeah, uh, mid 2000s with like Half Life and stuff, yeah, where they're they're adding more elements in. Um, but ultimately we are seeing a slight resurgence in like going back to FPSs like 
yeah a little bit well and i think i think too like kind of closing thoughts is that i don't think it's a bad thing i i'm really glad oh, no, i'm really i'm really glad glow, grow, glowing up glowing up nice <laughs> growing growing up that i was able to experience playing stuff like doom i even played a lot of like hexen and heretic growing up which is basically yeah. like it's a first person shooter but it's more focused on like oh you're playing a cleric or you're playing like you start out with like a melee weapon you know and mm-hmm. fighting kind of the same stuff as doom quake you know growing up with counter strike and really getting to experience like the almost the entire timeline of first person shooters being popular and popularized it's like this you know when it started out, this was something that, like, everyone's like, we need to shut this down. Everyone's killing each other. Like, I'm sure, like, back then, it's like Doom was, like, the worst game of all time because, you yeah. like, there's <laughs> demons in it and, like, everyone's up in arms and it's, like, a nightmare. Whereas, like, nowadays, it's like every kid in in the entire world's playing Fortnite and they're just shooting each other constantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like there has been this total, like, flip-flop of, like... And I mean, that's that's just like growing up and how people age and like the media and everything, like everything. Everybody has access to everything instantly now on your phone yeah. like, or your computer. Yeah. You can look up literally anything you want. Like, oh, man, I remember this one random thing. This like commercial I watched in like 1987. It's like, oh, it's on YouTube because some random dude uploaded it for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but I think I'm glad to see that there's so many more options for people that don't just like straight fps because i know like you guys thought you we talked about doom 2016 a ton i have it i haven't played it you guys talked about titanfall 2 to me a lot i tried the campaign i don't know if when i played it, i just didn't really get into it i know i want to go back and play it again because i probably just wasn't the right mindset but even something like i've been playing now the surge is something i totally would have never gotten into and i yeah. pushed myself into it i know there's another another game that's not really like a first person shooter but something like dishonored is almost like a sub genre of like a first person type shooter game that is really story driven i mean there is guns and stuff in it you know and uh i like i like the direction that they're going i do like that there's stuff like you know not really doom eternal but doom 2016 even the wolfenstein the first one that came out was really Mm -hmm basically a callback to the original wolfenstein yeah. i mean to the fact yeah. that you literally could go play wolfenstein 3d inside the game which <laughs> was I thought, yeah. I, yeah i thought that was really cool being able to like go experience that type of stuff and now did you guys did you guys know in doom 2016 there are hidden doom, doom levels original levels oh, yeah, yeah there is yeah and i was gonna say specifically on pc we're we are kind of seeing a resurgence because look at, look at all the Halo games being out on Steam. Halo 3 literally yeah. just came out on Steam. I had Halo 3 on Xbox. I, I only played multiplayer like for an hour. I've never played Halo 3 through the campaign. Now I'm more intrigued like, hey, it's on Steam. It's on PC. It is a actual... It's on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. It's on, it's and on it's on Game, Game Pass, Pass too. too. So it's like, why would I yeah. not try to play through the campaign three, again? That's not a three player. Like, you can't play three people on that, can you? No, it's just co-op. It's just co-op. People. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna have to go on Blood Gulch. I'll run you over. <laughs> John, what do you think? I, I mean, I, I think, I think it's good and bad. I like that they have changed it to where they can th- throw different things into it because I think it, you know, the more diverse, the better because you can come up with more ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, true, true. But I also like just having a plain FPS, story-driven game. Um, well uh a a palate cleanser yeah well right. yeah I, and some go ahead no sorry well i'm just the like i said i think it's good and bad i think that you know sometimes they go too much in in going far away from it like sometimes it's just too much but at the same time i 
I enjoy just a good story. I've always enjoyed a great mm-hmm. story game, and um, t- like I said, Titanfall Two is a breath of fresh air. Like finally, I can play just yeah. a single player game that has a great. The multiplayer is good too. I sucked at it, but I mean, it was yep. it was fun. Yeah. And they seem like, especially right now, sto- story driven games seem to not be as a, as a, as much of a big deal as it used to be. Multiplayer, I think, is definitely the forefront of it's everything king. right now. Yeah, um, and that's like the Star Wars game was was a big deal just because of they finally made a single player Star Wars game after years and mm-hmm. years and years and years. Yeah. And um, I think the FPS might need a little bit of, of that love too. Like uh, Doom, well, like Doom twenty sixteen was a great. There definitely was story in there, but it was just a great FPS shooting game mm-hmm. of you getting to just run around and yep. shoot stuff. And uh, I hope there's more. The new System Shock is <laughs> whenever that may ever come out. Yeah. Oh God, that's uh, a tr- I would not rest your hopes on that game. Yeah. That development has been restarted like yeah, four I know. times. It's it. Well, even like Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite was amazing. I love the Bioshock yeah. games. And then after yeah. Infinite came out, they were like, "Yeah, we're not really making Bioshock games anymore." I was so mad because that's some of my favorite like environments in FPS games yeah. ever. And yeah. To, to know they're not going to go in that direction anymore was really saddening because it's like man it there's there was great potential there of good fps shooters or not like a good fps story driven game and uh and like i've you know I, I like my multiplayer games too i played a ton of warzone but yeah uh i i think i tend to for multiplayer games go more towards like mmos and stuff but yeah mm-hmm. um i I think I might just be old or something. I don't, or I just yeah. suck at video games. We're old, dude. But I, you know, I, I, I yearn for story. <laughs> yearn. I yearn story. for it. <laughs> well, and, I was gonna. Man, s- you are old. I was. I was <laughs> using gonna, words like yearn. I was gonna say to like piggyback off what you said is that I think that it's really nice sometimes to go into an a not just necessarily a single player experience but go into a game that has a linear experience like the like the call of duty world war ii campaign that i know like hey i'm gonna spend six seven hours here and then it's done and i can be over with it and it's complete and there there's not me like hey go find these 500 collectibles go here go here go pick this level go grind you know i like having that option it's like not it's not every day that I want to go play Destiny or go play Borderlands and like, hey, I got to worry about my character leveling up. I got to look through all this gear and stuff. It's like sometimes I just want to grab a gun and go shoot with you know something like Doom or have a just enclosed linear experience. And I know we've talked about this before, but like just because you can make an open world game doesn't mean you should. And that is going to yes. be another podcast. Well, that's a good idea, <laughs> me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would agree. And I would say if you if you are looking for that palette cleanser of just an FPS that you can go in and shoot, um, one of the biggest um, parts of the industry that is trying to bring that back is the indie scene. Yeah. And there are, especially on Steam, there are tons of games that try to tap into that nostalgic, like just yeah. go and shoot stuff for fun with a cool setting and cool stuff to do. Um, one that comes to mind and is probably one of the biggest ones is Dusk. Yeah. Um, that game came out, I think it's like 20 bucks and, and you know, when it's on sale, it's like $10. Yeah. But, uh, that's just a really good classic shooter with minimal story, just enough to like keep you going, set the scene and keep you going. And yeah, I, I think if, if you do 
want that palate cleanser, look to the indie scene. And, yeah. You know, help out some of the smaller devs. Yeah, for sure, because the big devs suck. We know this because you've, <laughs> Apparently. Because you've listened to our previous podcasts. <laughs> Anyways, hopefully you guys have enjoyed our little FPS discussion. We're all, uh, at least John and I, we're getting old. So we just because we have uh, high FPS on our monitors doesn't mean we can keep up with it. Definitely not. So, <laughs> so uh, where can people find us, Mr. Jaw? Well, they can find us on Twitter at PCMRCast. Uh, they can find us on, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Just look up PCMRCast, mm-hmm. and we should be one of the first things to pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email us at this uh, contact. This is the, the wrong one. Don't hurt yourself there, bud. <laughs> this, this is oh, the old one. Contact at pcmrcast.com. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, you can also check out our website. We have all of our new episodes mm-hmm. uh, showing up on that podcast. It's just an RSS feed, but you can play it from the website. Uh, and that website is www.pcmrcast.com. Uh, and you can also join our Discord as well. I don't know if John said that, yeah. but the link is down below. Uh, but yeah, again, if you if you want to check out the first episode, honestly, it yeah. is like it, that was one of the funnest episodes. It's much to better. Do. And um, yeah, like let us know what you think. Go, go listen to it. Tell us what you think. Um, like I always say this in every episode, but you know, email us. We we're more than happy to talk to you guys. Uh, we will. Yeah. We have an email. We do. I thought you. Oh yeah, yeah. that guy messaged oh, us. Oh yeah, back. we yeah. do. We have a very short email that I will read. But Hang on. let me finish real quick. Go ahead. So yeah, Go ahead. yeah, yeah. But you know, we we do try to do as best as we can. Like we we want we want new topics. If you guys have any ideas, we'll be more than happy to, to look into it and probably do For it. For sure. Um, if you have your own idea about FPS games that you would like to tell us, we'll we'll definitely talk about it. And uh, you know, we we want you guys to email us and talk to us. We. That, yeah. that like brightens we, our day when we get emails so oh yeah um, email or tweet us whichever yeah. one's easier tweet or hey hop in the discord and that's one way to get instant Boom. feedback basically that is the quickest way yeah. for sure but yeah so so we do have a very short email if you've been if you've been listening to our episodes uh, the past few episodes we have been like kind of playing like email tag with one of our listeners uh count chocula <laughs> yeah <laughs> um Basically, he he sent us a really awesome email. We were talking about Rocket League, and he sent us like a really thoughtful and crazy good grammar email about Rocket League. <laughs> and uh, I just asked him like, "Hey, how did you how did you find the podcast?" Like that was my last question yeah. when I emailed him back. He said to answer your question, I was bored one day and I looked up PCMR on Spotify. LOL. That's basically. I was like, that was the entire email. I was like that, like made us so happy just listening, just <laughs> seeing that because like, hey, somebody took time out of their day to like come and just even send us. I mean, the emails before were like, I'm like gonna frame them, put it behind me on my green screen, so you guys will see when I stream. But like stuff like that just makes makes all this effort that we're putting towards the show and makes it worth it even like it's not like oh like hey you you have to come talk to us or we deserve that or anything it's like we really appreciate any kind of feedback because it just is like hey there are people listening and you know like they hopefully care about the show i mean they have been if they've been listening to 20 you know half a year you guys have been half a year with us. I did want to say one thing that is really cool. We just passed 2,000 downloads. Awesome. Our total listens, I guess. Yes. Which is amazing. Yeah. And we're like really excited about that. And shout out to Canada. <laughs> You're, whoever Whoever's <laughs> listening in Canada, you are like 3% of our listenership right underneath the U.S. 
So, like, there's some other countries you're, like, neck and neck in there. So, like, hey, you, you got to pump those numbers. Those are rookie numbers, man. You got to pump them up. <laughs> if you're listening in some other country other than the U.S., like, you're you're really neck and neck with Canada. So, hey, make sure you, you uh, I don't know, subscribe. I don't know how do you subscribe to podcast stuff, I guess. On, like, Apple iTunes, you can. You can leave us a review. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can subscribe on, on Spotify is, Apple. Spotify is really weird because they're, like, just now really getting hardcore into the podcast scene. So I don't know exactly. You can you can like follow us, but I don't know if you can subscribe or anything. I'm not really sure. Uh, I think it's just called follow. Yeah. But either way, it'll work. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, we we appreciate it and have a good week. We'll see you in the next yeah. one. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Bye.